Nora, good to see you again. Well, I'm so glad that you come back to us. We uh, were considering having to take you off the board. We thought that you might have died and somebody would have had to come and get your things. Well, <laughs> well, welcome back. Whole whole arm, whole body hug, Smoot. Smoot's hugging him. He didn't even to right the entire time. Who knows? Maybe you've been the missing piece of the puzzle that we've been lacking for these past four months. Well, I've learned a lot about grapes. But I, I, I wouldn't mind getting uh, back to the old grind as uh, I, I'm told I'll be uh, uh, let go from the secret program if I don't complete a mission, like, promptly. and welcome back to another episode of the gate chronicles this is chronicle one chapter 55 we are halfway through the halfway point right what no Uh, yeah that's how yeah 50 was the halfway right yeah yeah. and so we're at 55 so we're halfway through halfway no no we're halfway to we we had a half remaining which is 50 through 100 once we get to 75 we'll be halfway through halfway done which is three quarters i meant the literal like the 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 tens place of this halfway point oh Uh, halfway through the checkpoint marker yeah exactly sure you can think about it like that well beside that foundlings my name is emily i am your game master and host for this series chronicle episode you know this overall podcast thing, yeah, that's what I do. And today I'm joined directly in front of me by two of my only players, and I'm gesturing to anyone. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm included in that. Uh, hi, I'm Quentin. Uh, I play Charles Smoot, 57 year old biology teacher, born and raised in upstate New York. Currently, uh, wait, no, what, what happened last episode? I'm trying to remember now. There, there was something about cybernetic exploding spiders that were trying to sneak up on us, but then I saw them in midst of their sneak attack. Uh, and my name is Jaden, and I play Finnevere Avir. What is he nowadays? He's a, a 24-year-old guy. Guy? <laughs> uh, do, do you have a known profession? What is your... Uh, um... Yeah, well, he was an aspiring merchant, but now he's uh, an aspiring running away from home type also, Foundlings, guess what? This is our second episode where we're on Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Maybe we'll like actually get to use real skills from the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, last, last session was like so exposition. Anyway, now let's actually get started. Having reunited at the seeker base of Lamb's Respite, our party dives headlong back into adventure. A new and recently discovered ruin that holds many secrets beckons to them. And here is where we're picking up. As Charles Smooth so aptly put it, he saw things trying to ambush them in the uh, jungle before. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where we are. Uh, so, gentlemen. Let me specify, I don't know necessarily if, like, the wonder and mystery of this rune beckoned to us, more so the threat of us being fired if we didn't explore it. Just clarifying. I mean, that's kind of... Kind All of the same thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I need you both 
to roll perceptions. Since this is a new session, we'll we'll get some descriptions about what's going on here. Oh boy, let's go! 20! 25 for Charles Smooth. And 20 for Finn. Dang, okay. Yeah, rolling hot tonight. So, as I stated, Charles Smoot, you made notice immediately of these red lights that seem to have turned their attention towards you. Though they make no move in your direction at this time, they're within the trees of the jungle, which seem to tower overhead at least 40 feet in the air on average. You see a lot of low brush and... Finavir, you are also making note of this aspect of just this general foliage in the forest, which is thick and woody. So, you see before you as well, there are lots of felled trees. Charles Moot, you know that this is from whatever might have been chasing you. And Finavir, something big did this. You don't know when it happened, though. You just kind of see that a bunch of trees have fallen over. Uh, things here are a lot bigger than the boars I had to fight on the way back. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sure we can take care of this. <clears throat> He's a bit nervous. As we are uh, exploring through this, he kind of like walks behind Smoot and just kind of keeps him within distance between him and whatever this death. Okay, seems so like. there are two things I, I, I want to throw out there. Um, one, uh, we can go straight to the rune and then have to deal with a giant whatever it was that was chasing us later. Or... Uh, we can do it now and get it out of the way so it doesn't inconvenience us later. Also, very eerie, spoopy red dots everywhere. Do we want to take care of that now before it also becomes a problem later? You guys really haven't started making... So are you walking in because from what I was assuming, you were kind of still on like the outskirts We're on the it. outskirts. Charles Smith's trying to plot their course before he does anything. Uh, group, opinions. I kind of want to get rid of whatever these red dots are that are glaring at me from the trees. And then maybe go after uh, the big thing. Uh, I suppose some preliminary information is that uh, uh, would be best. Uh, wasn't our job just to mostly scout out the area and document on it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, um, drawing pretty maps, which you're known for, um, uh, is a lot easier when you're not uh, constantly being berated by the chance of death by some giant mass of Huzumawatsit. Ah, I see. So if we deal with a giant mass of Huzumawatsit, you can... Do your cartography, whatever it is, uh, and, and we can get this hopefully done uh, within a day or two. But if the sound of the fighting attracts more fighting, then perhaps it would be best just to slip through and... Uh, I mean, potentially, uh, uh, however, comma, uh, I will say, whatever this big thing is seemed very aggressive and territorial. I really doubt that there's going to be more than one in this area. The cave's only so big. I feel like we're probably just dealing with one alpha predator, an apex big thing. And once we take care of that, like, the world's our oyster. Bob's your uncle. I mean, well... Actually, my uncle was defeated. I don't know if I have an uncle, but I'm a little terrified. You do have an uncle. Technically, you can't recall off the top of your head. You feel like if you sat down, um, you started writing out the names, you would remember who exactly it was in your lineage. Because you remember being drilled about this, but it's been a little while, and it was a very stressful time. But you know that the names on the on the cusp of your tongue, or is it the cusp of your wasn't memory? Wasn't Bob or Robert or Bobbert? Oh, Bobbert. Well, Bob's your uncle. What do we want to do? Uh, I say um, bash the red dots, swat them away, and then go deal with whatever big thing is. Opinions? Group? I mean, I guess we deal with whatever comes our way then. All right. Then say la vie and uh, carpe diem. And Charles Smoot will begin making his way towards the edge of the forest. 
So, since we're getting to this point, we are actually doing some exploration. Um, it, we're doing this a little bit more modified from second edition's actual rules, which indicates that each hex is like 12 miles long. Unfortunately, um, oh, our cave ain't that big. No, the cave is not that large, but also you are in a jungle, so exploring this, it's all considered mostly difficult terrain. Um, so, what I've done is each hex is only one mile, uh, and essentially what you are doing is instead of giving you like two hex, two points per day or three or something like that, you're actually going to get 10 for a full day. You're going to tell me whether or not you are starting, you're going to all focus moving towards the east, north, south, etc. Currently, the area that you're in, you can see that there are the cave walls sort of to your uh, west, north, and southern side. So really, the only direction you can go right now seems to be to the east. Uh, I like east. I like east, yeah. East is good. East towards the beast. So... There are a few things that we also need to make note of. When you are doing exploration, there are activities that are performed. Love activities. So there are group activities, which is travel, which would be when you spend one point. So anytime you guys decide to travel, you spend one point and you move to an adjacent hex in the grid. Woo! And then there is another one, which is called reconnoiter, which is a concentrate ability, but you spend time surveying and exploring a specific area. That sounds like what our job description is. (laughs) Yep. So it's uh, how you get lay of the land and look for unusual features or specific sites. I would also say this is um, if you're looking for a waypoint, for example, to find a location, this would be what you do uh, and spend your time if you're trying to like reorient yourself. It, would that be what we... Is document something different? A different action? For, like, that's, that's all part of the same thing. It's, it's a group activity. reconnoitering? Yes. Uh, no, actually, there's an individual activity called map the area. And this is as long as your group has successfully reconnoitered or reconnoitered <laughs> the hex. Reconnoitered the hex. Oh, okay? yeah. I just like the word. It's funny. Um, you can use this activity to create an accurate map of the hex with a successful survival check, typically, at, at trained or expert DC. And then when you have an accurate ma- map of the hex, the DC of any check to navigate that hex is reduced by two. Uh, are, what are the other individual activities that can be done? Like most of the general downtime activities, the subsist downtime activity can be used here as well. These also take points? It says not all exploration activities need to be accomplished as a group. In place of using exploration activity to travel or reconnoiter, each individual group member can instead perform one of these individual activities. So like if you guys need to fortify camp, map the area, subsist off the land, I guess. So mapping the area would be a survival check? Yes. After you've reconnoitered the area. Hmm. I do like reconnoitering. My survival is pretty good, so I might be mapping. Because we, we weren't, we were unsure about what mapping would be originally. We weren't sure if it was going to be like a lore profession kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's just survival, then Charles Smith can map things. Okay. So yeah, you 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 already know that this will be a uh, experience of how many days. You're not exactly sure, but you know that generally to explore an entire cave system. And then to also reconnoiter it, you're looking at... <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm just going to laugh every time you say the word. Reconnoiter. <laughs> reconnoiter. <laughs> good God. Suck my sword, demon scum. Uh, that's good stuff. So you know that it could take you guys up to um, a month to really do a full, a full exploration of the cave. But if you are quickly trying to traverse it, 
because this is difficult terrain in almost every ruin that you go through, you actually move at about half your speed in order to explore. So what you're looking at, and which is why I'm saying you only move about 10 miles per day versus the 20 that you would get walking normally. So you have to just divide the uh, size of the cavern square footage wise if you're trying to do that. And that's how you figure out it could take you up to 20 days to a month. Um, to fully explore it, which is why this is usually divided amongst multiple parties in a guild. So uh, we're gonna, I guess we're going to use a point to go east as a group activity. Okay. Uh, and then you tell us if anything spoopy happens. All right. So, um, gentlemen, go ahead and roll your perception checks really quick. Booyah! 28. Uh, it should be uh, 19 for Charles Smoot. Not nearly as good as Cyborg over here with his booyah. All right, so Finnevere, you had a 28, and Charles moved 19. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, as you begin stepping further into this jungle, you begin to notice that the lights of these, the, the red dots, they kind of flicker, but they seem to follow you for a good bit. You travel about a mile until you come across what appears to be an old crumbling statue of sorts situated in the middle of the forest leaning up against a tree part of the hand has kind of fallen off of it um it appears to be some it's a piece of art we'll say that much it appears to be an interpretation of a woman i want you to understand that when you said it was a piece of art and it was a sculpture and you paused awkwardly it made me think of a conversation i had with andrew recently our good old alan taylor who wanted to inform me in Roman times, they would frequently put the statues of the god Hermes, or Mercury, I don't know what his Romanization variant is, um, at crossroads and have his penis point in various directions to tell people where to go. I was reminded that there was a uh, prominent uh, female statue in Lamb's Respite. Just out of curiosity, uh, would this be familiar to that? No, not at all. In fact, Vinevere, it looks foreign to you in the texture. It doesn't seem to be made out of a material that you are very familiar with. And even for you, Charles Smoot, it seems a little odd. Broken woman statue. Very fascinating. Nothing to hit here. I mean, at least she's clothed. That is an improvement. This is a good landmark. We should add this to the map. I mean, do you feel like reconnoitering? Well, I mean... We can always spice up our, um, our documentation. Look, I can even do a preliminary sketch. Sure, if you want to tag that onto the map I'm drawing, uh, feel free. So if nothing is going to interrupt our traveling and we are free to roam about the cabin, uh, I guess we will spend a, another travel action point to reconnoiter and document this area, yes? I can, I can roll survival, unless anyone has higher than a plus 10. Yeah, roll your survival roll for to documenting. Roll to connoiter. 18 for Charles Smoot. I don't know what my DC that I have to pass is. Do you have a uh, map map making kit on you? It is from the Lost Omens Pathfinder Society Guide, but it is a cartographer's kit. Item level of three. Yes, but I don't know what she do. It includes, it has a bulk of one, but it includes a writing set, a compass. It has a standard astrolabe, a ruler, and a survey map. So everything's been added in your character's uh, inventory. 19 for Charles Smith survival. You do. With with using the cartographer kit uh, items inside of it, you are actually able, sitting down, you 
map out this area successfully, doing a decent job of getting it down on paper. It might not be your best work, but it's work. All right, well, uh, tedious job done. Uh, did everyone have fun? No, it was sort of long and boring. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. Well, let's go do something exciting. We're going we're gonna to travel to the next area. How about that, Balin? Uh, Keep oh, it on your toes. All right, all right. Sounds, sounds good to me. Smoot, you forgot to put the lady on the map. I, I thought you were drawing that. Yeah, give it here. Can I, like, sketch and add it on the map? Do you have the the lore or the craft skill for it? I do. I have, art, well, I mean, I have artistry. Yep, that's craft artistry. So go ahead. Um, you can roll craft artistry. Or is it lore artistry? It, it's I don't lore. Know. It's lore artistry. Uh, 23. The F- does an excellent job of sketching on your map, detailing maybe a little bit too large, but, you know, Finnevere's, uh style's a bit on the more exaggerated side. Landmarks are important. Yeah, that's why I put a circle and a dot there. Ah, uh, she seems very well endowed, Finnevere. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get the most accurate representation possible. We might be able to utilize your uh, artistic talents to um, for a very popular market back in my time period. Oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so um, as you can see on the map, that there seems to be uh, still the cave or like the cliff walls on either side kind of guiding you through. Where are you going? Are you going a little bit more uh, towards the northeast or the southeast? Uh, I like northeast. I'm fine with Northeast. Okay, so we travel again. Let me roll a few things here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, go ahead and um, roll you guys' perception checks. Lots of perception checks today. Oh, yeah. Let's see how perceptive we are. Oh, hot rolls continue. 28. 26 for Charles Moon. As you guys are um, making your way through this area, you feel a low sort of rumbling um, on the ground. Rhythmic as if something large is walking in the distance, but you know that it is a good ways off from where you are. You still see a few of the lights flickering here and there, as if following you through this area. But everything appears normal. Still plenty of the underbrush, and lots and lots of tall trees. Re? Conoiter? Would you like to reconnoiter? I mean, we have to map out the area somehow, right? This is the only way to do it. I guess right. we could just blaze through and then double back once we've dealt with everything, but... It's up to you guys. Once the area, this hex has been reconnoitered, you can map the area to reduce your chance of getting lost in the hex. So we can only map once we That's what I, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we spend our point to reconnoiter. That's that. And then we will spend uh, time to map it, I guess. And I will roll my survival check. A very bad total of 17 for Charles Smoot. Uh, Mr. Smoot, you sure you don't want me to do this? I have the steadier hand. Oh, yeah? Are you more proficient in survival and the lay of the land and understanding the curvature and geography and knowing how to make maps? Well, at the very least, I can help you. I mean, you certainly could have helped me, but you didn't. Now we wasted our time. Well, I'm sorry. And now we're here. I, I, I barely missed my DC, and I'm metagaming. That's terrible. I guess we'll just spend more time and attempt to map it again. So Charles Smoot will roll his survival once again and hopefully roll above a 10. You spend your time again, and this time Kelsey is going to attempt to aid you in your sketching since she watched you um, struggle terribly. Apparently you didn't need the help, but she still helped anyway. Well, with the additional aid, it'll be a total 28 for Charles Smoot. Yeah, I guess Finn's there, like, you know, backseat 
scribbling and it's like, hey, hey, there's a brook over there. You didn't, you didn't put the brook. I mean, not be much to cross, but I mean, it's still significant. Bro- brook, what, what? I stepped over that. I didn't even have to step in it. It's like. It's barely even a, like. I've had wider piss streams than that. <laughs> That's so bad. Apparently this turns into a, a peeing contest. Are the large tracks and the bifurcated trees still visible? They do seem to be going in this direction still. Are they going northeast? They so seem to... if we keep to, our current path, will we run into it? They seem to travel from where you are. They seem to keep going north and then mostly east. But definitely north, right? Definitely east, actually. Oh, definitely more east. So we shouldn't go north and we should go east. I like that. <laughs> Seeking the danger. Listen, I want to kick open the door. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm hoping a wandering monster appears. In forest, door kick open you. Uh, so uh, is everyone okay if we use a, a uh, exploration point to travel east? Actually, uh, it's a travel point. Oh, sorry. Successfully recon and map the area? Uh, we did. However, uh, something very important to note. Recon takes an action and mapping takes a separate action. And I had to map twice because I failed my first attempt. So we are down six points. Seven. You traveled once from the main area. Travel. Reconnoitered. Recon, mapped. Map. Travel. Recon. Map. Map. Yeah, it is seven. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely seven. seven. Well, that means we've got another travel recon map in us still. So You do see that this cavern's strange lighting does seem to almost dim slightly as you get closer towards the end of your traveling day. All right, well, we still got three hours left in us. Let's let's try and get something before we have to settle down and break for camp. Ah, ah, I've been snacking on these berries since we've been walking. It's not helping much. Oh, I mean, just try, try and see if you can self-subsist, all right? We're, we're, we're going to hopefully find something big that we can kill, okay? Right. Uh, and Smoot will uh, proposition to the group that we head east. East sounds as good as place as any. We need to map out the area. Are you trying to find the what? creature? I don't know, Valen. What are you talking about? Charles, seriously. I'm, I'm just saying that walking and sketching is incredibly boring and fighting whatever could knock down trees sounds very exciting and exhilarating and a much needed, um, you know, content booster to my doll lifestyle. Mr. <laughs> uh, Smoot, remind me to uh, recommend a very exciting activity later. Oh, absolutely. I'm all ears. Is sleep on that list? Because I would really enjoy that. No, no. Very too boring. I need something like decapitating bullywogs or something. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right, then. Fine. Let's go east. So we spend a travel point to travel east. And you find yourselves coming along um, through this wood and rolling your perceptions as you're oh. taking a look around. I see myself rolling perception in my future. Indeed. This is technically... 24 for Charles Smith. Oh, you struck my dice. And a 24 for Finn. Did not roll below a 10 today. So, gentlemen, you both noticed that the red dots seemed to have gone away and stopped following you after a little while. And on top of that, as you are walking through, the sounds of the jungle are quite cacophonous, but you do notice coming into a very small uh, clearing that there seems to be a beautiful and colorful bird that lands on a nearby lower branch with long tail feathers and a decorated crest. But it seems relatively large. 
being... divine relatively. Relative to what? Relative to a small child or relative to a school bus? Or relative to a bird? Relative to a bird. It looks almost like with the tail feathers, it's probably about four feet tall, technically. There you go, Finavir. It's a beautiful muse. You can make some great work of art about colorful bird. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. It echoes back. It speaks. It speaks. Okay, Finavir, do you want to keep it as a pet? I want to sketch it. The bird blinks and tilts its head. Do you want food? And Charles Smoot, could you attempt to forage and see if you could find anything around in the nearby area? Do you would like to forage? Sure. I'd like to forage, yeah, to attempt okay. to feed the bird. Um, that's going to take you some time. Sure. We're, we're uh, just Finavir, were you going to attempt to sketch the bird? Yeah. Okay. Finavir, describe to me like what your uh, sketching stuff looks like a little bit. You got, is it fine? Is it old looking? He pulls out a rather luxurious looking pen and set of paper with a, a flat pad. He has uh, a relatively small but still colored sets of ink that he he starts on the outline first and just starts on the curve here. And Finavir, as you uh, begin waving around your pen with its glinting metals, oh no. you see as the bird's head is tilting and all of a sudden it takes off from the branch that's on it, swoops down and grabs at your pen, attempting to lift off with it. And you feel as its beak, like, clips at your hand and grabs onto it. And it's actually, like, sitting there flapping its wings, like, aggressively trying to pull your pen away. But seeing that it is unable to, it lets go and squawks angrily at you and flies back up into the tree. But meanwhile... Uh, meanwhile, uh, Charles Smoot, you said the trees were really tall, right? Hmm. Yeah, with Charles Smoot's total survival of crit fail, total 11... Um, he is under the very frustrated realization that all of the food must be very, very high in the trees. Oh, yes. The food is high, high in the trees. Like, if he was going to assume, he would honestly think that potatoes and knives are all on the trees. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Actually, Charles Smoot, as you begin... Oh, no. <laughs> crit, crit fails have worse ramifications than not, just not finding anything. <laughs> uh, you were scavenging for berries and found a bee's nest. There is honey. However, there are also murder hornets. All of a sudden, Charles Smoot, while you are scavenging, you find, or, well, it you, you're you found by what seems to be long tendrils of a carnivorous plant which wrap around your wrist. Ah, what is this? And you find yourself being grabbed by a very large... Carnivine. By this large pitcher plant as it as it lifts you and starts to put you inside of its pitcher. Hey, put me down. Uh, you are going to be taking a lot of damage. I swear if you put me in that acid bath, I will cleave you into. It puts you in its pitcher and oh. you are dipped into the plant acid juices and you take... 30 acid damage. It is going to die. I don't care if it starts a forest fire. And you just see the little flap flap on the top just kind of closes like it's satisfied with itself. It knows not what fury it hath unleashed upon itself. So you're telling me I walked into this area. You crit failed on your... See nothing but the my shoes on my feet, which are then subsequently ensnared by a plant and my entire body whisked away 
and I am dangled before being quite dramatically dropped into a pit of plant-related juice acids. Yeah, you're in its juices, covered, oh, coated in this swimming sticky... in plant juices. Yeah, the okay. sticky plant juices, um, and there's like little barbs on the inside. Which are Thirty damage. You. Yeah. Howie. Okay. Um, Charles Smoot, enraged, pulls out his bastard sword, wielding it with two hands, goes to cleave through the gullet. How big of the is street. your bastard sword oh, it, in it's, here? It's large. You can't pull it out fully in the space that you're in. Uh, well, I don't... In, I'm intending on cutting everything around me, Okay, so I'm putting you... You're at a minor penalty for this. That, that's fine. I'm, I'm hacking and slashing, okay? Okay. It's kind of like in that moment of Goblin Slayer. Uh, like, when you're in the dungeon, you try to pull out your giant sword and you clang against the rocks. Except I'm cutting through the flesh the of this creature. Yeah, the, the, the fleshy, planty membrane. Cleaving through its juices. I need to first rage. And Charles Smoot is going to make a strike with his bastard sword. Ooh, um, I am inside it. Yeah. So I'm assuming it has a low AC. Uh, we have a total 17 to hit. It's kind of like when when you're eaten by something, the AC is lowered. Right, um, yeah, they you're hit the at stomach. a minus four penalty for being inside and However, trying to draw out your weapon. Um, you are not able to get a wide enough swing to really hit against the membrane and cut through it. So you know what we do that? Do it again. Yeah, you're just kind of sit. You're in this thing's juices, and like from the outside, your voice is like, it's muffled. And you just see like me bumping my elbow and my sword hilt up against the thing, not able to get enough like backswing and reach to really get a good cleave through. Meanwhile, Finnevere is currently, uh, (laughs) um, so Finnevere, what's going on over there? Now hold still, blast you! As he has his, uh, his pen out, and he's fishing out his papers, and he's just trying to write. I'll get the sketches. I'll add the colors later. Bird tilts its head. It's watching you intently, trilling. It's it's trilling its vocal cords as it watches you very closely. It flaps its wings as if it's about to take off. No, 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 no! Uh, I want to use fascinating performance on it so it doesn't go away. So you're going to peacock at this bird? I'm going to try to sing it. A bit of a lullaby. Don't stick my pen. When you perform, you compare the result of your of the will DC of one observer. If you succeed, the target is fascinated for one round. Okay, Um. so go ahead. You are going to Roll a perform. Let's go. Digital dice. That just met it. That just met the DC. <laughs> um. So, Finnevere, you begin singing to this bird, this colorful and gorgeous large bird. You're not sure if it's male or female. It doesn't matter at this point. You just know that you're serenading it. And it seems to respond in kind. It appears fascinated. All right, so he will try to get his outline as close to finish as he thinks he can linger, and then he'll wrap up his supplies. Meanwhile, we jump back over to uh, Charles Smoot, who is still within the body of this critter. Um, I found it all. I swear, you will be cleaved. I had, uh, I had him roll in private just because I wanted to see where we ended up. Um, Out of three strikes, I hit once. 
and you're still struggling inside of it. Um, go ahead. You can attempt. You can either attempt to. You can try to attempt an escape. I have no smaller weapon. I only carry around the biggest stick I can wield. What about you? Are you not a weapon? Um, I mean, my uh, my uh, I'm not trained. I don't believe in unarmed strikes. And even if I was, it would deal bludgeoning damage, and I have to cut through the membrane. I, I have no other slashing weapon. Rip and tear. <laughs> you. As you're standing in this sludge, you realize that the initial damage was actually, came, it came from the vines themselves, pricking your skin with the barbs that were on it, and you being dropped into the acid, which only started to do a minimal amount of damage. You can feel some of the wounds on your legs are burning slightly, but you feel like you have plenty of time to try and cut your way out at, at most, but it could be a few hours, it could be a day. Oh, before I'm digested, not before I break out of here. I'm getting out of here, like, now. <laughs> I, Charles Moon is not having any of this. You are in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> all right, uh, Charles Moon is going to just all three actions just begin wailing on this. Even if he breaks out, he's not going to stop hitting it until this thing is dead. I'm pretty lifeless. sure you could also just attempt to, like, escape. Nope, okay. nope, nope. Violence is the answer. We don't We don't roll skill checks here. We roll attack rolls, okay? <laughs> the true barbarian. Violence isn't the answer, Smoot. It's the question. The answer is yes. <laughs> 29 to hit. Okay, that would, that would hit. Is that a critical hit? I, I have um, no other slashing you, you would like to know if it's a critical hit. I would like to know if I'm bypassing its AC by 10 or more. Uh, if you give me $10, I'll make it. No, I'm kidding. Um, don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up my wallet, bribe her with cookie. Uh, uh, Quinton here. That's not even a question. Take my money. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no. Uh, from the inside, yeah. It is? Yeah. Even with my minus four penalty? Did you apply the minus four to your 29? No. Okay. So totally would be a 25. But it's to hit its inside stomach AC. No. Okay, so it's not a critical. So it's inside stomach AC is higher than a 15. Yeah. Got it. So that's information. I, I don't care that I didn't crit or get the damage. It's information. Ah, yes. That That's called metagame. Put that on the map. Another 18 damage as, as Charles Smoot is hacking and slashing angrily. Slashing, hacking, slashing, hacking. Does this cut him out of the stomach yet? <laughs> no. No? Wow, how much HP does this thing have? Generally, a stomach only has half the HP of a creature. Does it? Normally. Well, this thing is basically just a pitcher plant, Quentin. Okay, a lot of HP. I get it. Very healthy boy. It eats well. It eats its Wheaties. Okay, like, I understand. Um, We're going to roll to hit it again. You can see, though, that it is very injured, and you will likely cut your way out without too much of a problem. 18. Whack. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Damage. And... 22 damage. Big bonk. Oh, yeah. You come spilling out of this thing. Uh, you see as it kind of slowly flails its tendrils in the air. You saw that it actually sank back down into the ground um, when you spill out, covered in this ick and mucky greenish substance. Oh, no. You are not running away from me. You are not escaping. I, I, I do believe. It it's not going anywhere. It's it's tendrils were waving in the air, I, I and start... it slowly kind of sinks down to the ground. Is it dead? Does it look dead? I mean, it looks like it is either dead or near death. You could near attempt... de- near death is not dead enough. Okay, it is. That is only almost. That's only mostly dead. I want. To... Hold on. You can roll a check okay. here. You can roll. Would it, a, would it be a survival medic- or medicine? medicine? 
Uh, no, plants? be in nature. Okay. You could roll nature check to determine if it's dead or oh. near death Listen, at this point. I want the only thing that could be done to this plant is to walk up and loot its pockets for lint. I mean, okay? you could just hit it. If you really, really hate this thing, you could just hit it. You know what? Yeah, no, like full psychopath. I don't care if it's dead or not. I'm going to like t- t- hit this thing repeatedly to ribbons. Okay, so this happens. And in the distance, Finnevere, you hear this distinct metallic ringing sound as if something is being hacked uh, at. And- stupid freaking plant trying to eat me, ruin my nice new clothes. Do you know how much I paid to get this helmet? Darn! Oh, this is going to be fun to put like an echo on, like a distant reverb. Kelsey walks over, carrying some berries. Um, what's happening? Hush, almost done. I'm sure he's smoot. What? And as Kelsey looks and turns towards the bird, you see that the bird flies off. It's only fascinated for one round. All right. So roll up his papers and get things back in the the case. And as you finish putting things back in your case, Kelsey's like picking the berries and Charles Smoot walks back to the camp covered from head to toe in this green, slimy substance. He tries to act as if nothing happened. How? How? We're not, we're not going to talk about it. Huh. Um, are you okay? Oh, that's... You're bleeding. Are you all no, right? No, 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 no. It, it, it's fine. Like, well, trust me. If Fenivir got hit by that, he would have been dead. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. But but thankfully... No, 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 no. You have a very cunning... Advent- like, I was, I was duped. It was this dastardly deceptive plant that like lured me into like there's like 3d chess going on here okay like there are mind games being played i i I did not stumble into anything haphazardly so you are trying to deceive oh absolutely roll your deception charles smoot is too proud of a nature man to uh admit the fact that he was not paying attention where he was walking whatsoever 17 on charles smoot's deception well, Mr. Smoot, we're not going to argue the cunningness of these plants. Uh, uh, I'm not. <clears throat> However, you are bleeding, and... It's fine. I, I, I'm no, gonna... no, no, no. Dr. Finnevere. Well, I, I, I have my own kit. Okay. Yeah. And Charles Smoot pulls out a first aid kit. No. Strip. Oh. Oh. Uh. There are ladies present, Finnevere. Right. And come on. Uh-huh. Let's get this over with. I what? mean, Finnevere is basically a woman. Oh, wow. All right, that's rude. You are covered in fluids. If you walk in that, you're going to give your feet some kind of awful fungus. We're going to tide to owe you. Uh, Let's what, get over what, there and strip. I'm just going to wipe it off. It's just like mem- plant membrane and ooze mostly. It just rubs off and then look, I bandage up my legs a little bit. Valen comes back as you are like pulling off your clothes. Kelsey's kind of standing uh, over. He's not pulling this... <laughs> off all of his clothes. I'm just. No, no, no. Either way, it still looks kind of precarious as you're like you're undressing partially. Yeah, partially. He walks over to this scene. He has in his arms a bundle of uh, sticks for fire, for, as firewood. And he just looks at you. What exactly is going on here? What the hell? Well, I, I cleared out the area ahead. There were dangerous plants. I took it upon myself to clear it out for all of you so that it would be safer. And we're all incredibly grateful. Kelsey looks concerned. I really don't want to deal with intelligent plants. And now you don't have to because it died. It's Is that the only one? I'm not sure. It is the only one I stumbled into. I'm so scared. Just stay behind good old Mr. Smoot and don't get grabbed from behind. <laughs> Wait. She thinks about that for a moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, Finn is being indignant and 
<laughs> he can tie to wall without the uh, well. The clothes are on a person. Thank you, Pathfinder Two E. It's just a lot slower. Charles Smoot's gonna roll his medicine check to attempt to heal using the uh, battle medicine that he had that he has because he has a medicine kit. Actually, how does treat wounds work? Okay, uh, so Finn, you are able to cast the pressed digitation spell, or as we know it, tied to woe. So Finn, you're able to cast your tied to woe over his clothes. You see that there are some interesting hole marks in it that look like he was pierced multiple times by something. Um, so you moved your shirt and your pants. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Smooth's definitely Down to in the tidy whities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a loincloth. Full Tarzan moding this. Wait, it's a loincloth? Well, what kind of underwear would they know. have? I know. Well, right? Like, Did you ever think about that? Do you know what full tidy whities mean? Well, yeah, no, I know what tidy whities are. I'm well, sorry. Charles Smooth probably would have had like one pair of one pair of tidy whities, but at this point, like, imagine how like tattered and like stretched and ruined the, that is. So he's probably had to change at, in the past six months at some point the actual like underwear of society. You could get tidy whities It just costs more. They have elastic bands? Quentin, tidy whities is an entire bodysuit. What? Yes, the old-fashioned 1980s or 1920s. I wasn't talking about the 1920s tidy whities I was talking about, like, your standard, like, 1980s, like, dad underwear, where it's just, like, plain white Hanes underwear. Okay, I'm talking about it's, like, a full bodysuit of underwear. It no, really well, just that, that would be terrible. Why would he go around wearing? No, he's wearing just, like, box, not in, boxers. But in um, the cold, you would. Sure, he would wear, but we're not in, we're in a jungle. Welcome to the jungle. I could be completely wrong with the tidy whities but whenever I hear it, I imagine, like, Jimbo. Hey, Jimbo. Oh, like, from the full, just wearing the full outfit. That's okay. It doesn't really matter much. So go ahead, Charles Smoot. You are attempting to recover. So go ahead and roll your medicine check. What is your D? Does it tell you the DC? Men's white cotton briefs. <laughs> You're really, <laughs> really stuck on this. I gotta say, these are the important things. Um, yes, my medicine check. Right, let me let me roll specifically my treat wounds action, as I believe I can do that. Um, You're right. No, I have to. I have to yeah, I know. The I'm briefs right. were called the tidy whities. I still just um, apparently they came out more than like eighty years ago. So, roll it. No, Charles Smith does not bypass the necessary. Um, DC 15 to be able to heal two D8s um, due to the unfortunate fact that the random number generation, uh, which is my new uh, tablet, has decided to grace me yet again with a crit fail. Okay, so um, with a medicine check when you're trying to heal, sometimes they'll have, like, especially with true crit fails, something really bad happens. Uh, uh, well, a critical failure says I take one D8 of damage instead of healing myself. So I'm trying to, like, clean these wounds out, and instead of grabbing, like, rubbing alcohol, I accidentally somehow grab more acid and just start pouring more acid into my wounds. You're trying to clean your wounds, but you rip them open. And yeah, start. exactly. All right, so um, please roll for me the damage that you're going to take here. <laughs> Charles Smoot deals to himself in attempting to heal. He instead deals seven damage to himself. Oh, that's brisk. Oh, there must be some magical anti-healing poison in this plant similar to what Valen suffered through. Please roll it's a deception a check. Charles Smoot's having a great day. 26 on Charles Smoot's deception. 
I wonder if there's any uh, wound wheel or something in this. You see as Valen has a small bead of sweat come down his forehead as he looks at you concerned. Meanwhile, Kelsey just rolls her eyes, walks over. Ah, Mr. Smooth, do you need help? Only from you, Kelsey. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know who that man is anymore. He's I, Listen, I am very good. I thought that I, 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 was, I was professionally trained. I worked with doctors and, and biologists, all right? I, I know how to survey areas uh-huh. and check for traps. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, thank you. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels yeah. a lot better. Thank you for wrapping that for me. You recover 20 points. Oh. Um, you recover oh. from 20 points of damage as this warm sensation flows over you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I think I have been uh, properly doctored now. Uh, I, I'll just sleep the rest of it off. It, it, it really isn't that big of a deal, guys. We really should keep moving. You do notice that the wounds seem to have become more shallow, as if the skin has begun already repairing itself under the surface, closing up and creating a few scarring areas. So, fun fact, the way uh, that hit point regaining works in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, I don't know. I think this wasn't the case in 1st Edition. You heal HP during a long rest equal to your constitution modifier times your level. Yeah, in 1st edition, it was much lower. It was a lot less. But in 2nd edition, I would be healing 18 HP. It was literally your level plus your con. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Now they're doing times, which actually really incentivizes constitution, and I like that. Yep. So, awesome. Uh, All right. So, you guys are going to, I guess, sleep for that evening then and rest. Uh, Have we spent all our points? I don't know. And we're going to go back to the Great Book of Smoot, as Quentin refers to his notes. All right, gang, I, I think we just call it for a day. Um, I think we're going to set up camp, and I'm just going to rest, and um, someone's going to take watch. You feel as the ground sort of rumbles off in the distance as you are all lying down to sleep for the, air quote, evening, though it is odd in here because it seems as though, even though the overhead light of this cavern dims, there is still that light almost towards the very center on the ceiling, almost like a glowing orb of some kind. So it's an orb, so it isn't quite formless? It, from what you can see, it's very it's very high up. The cavern is extremely tall. It's like a mini sun of some kind. I prefer mini sun to shape. Well, I mean, shape it's a shape. Either mean well, the like, sun like, has a shape. Yeah. Well, you know, those, those death fireflies of murder from Atlantis had a real hard shape on the outside. Well, I mean, there's a shape up there, but it's really high up and you can't see. And it's really bright and kind of fuzzy due to the distance and the light distortion. Yeah, surprisingly, even though the the entire cavern has dimmed, that light is still strangely bright enough that you can't make out the details of it. The less details I can make out, the more comfortable I am. Right. Right. So, uh, we all take our standard rotating shift, get the necessary amount of sleep, and I'm assuming that Charles Smoot would heal the standard rate of HP as he would be sleeping in a tent and have been well fed. He's not under, air quote, adverse conditions. Could very well be as such. Since we have some extra rest time, uh, uh, Finn will take some time to color in and uh, finish his sketch. Ooh. I don't like that ooh. You feel as the rumbling in the morning kind of 
It grows a little further distant. How am I supposed to hunt you, foul beast, if you keep running away? We're supposed to be reconnoitering and mapping this place. I'm sure you and Valen would like to reconnoiter. Let's keep moving on then, kids. What what is that supposed to mean? I'm very confused by you. We all want to do our job because we are very proficient seekers. What else would it mean, Valen? I felt like it was something else was implied by that. I don't know what I could possibly be implying. I I also felt something strange in that. See, we're, we're fine and we are going to keep moving. To the east. Mr. Finnevere, did you feel something was weird there? Uh, well, you know, it is smooth, so yes, but also yes. <laughs> We're traveling to the east, kids. Buckle up and pack up your things. As you guys are, like, beginning your travel, you are still being scolded by Kelsey for whatever implication there was, even if she doesn't understand. She felt the need to scold. You're disgusting, Mr. Smooth. I don't understand where you get these dirty, I don't know what it means, but these thoughts. You're a mean one, Mr. Smooth. <laughs> He really is. I don't want it. But a chore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a grump, a grouch, any any of those would work. Hey, that really would have man. We uh, gotta work on that. You're, you're not, and, and I'm not the bard. Like you guys really should work on your singing proficiencies. Well, excuse us. Okay, so, uh, gentlemen, uh, I don't know if you see on map anything. Uh, I, I do see a map, and I would like to move um one square to the east if I may. Because we were going to be using one of our 10 exploration points uh, to, to travel. To travel. Yeah, travel. Uh, travel. Uh, and then one point to recon, if we could. You were so excited when you discovered that word was where it came from. Reconnoiter. Um, and afterwards, uh, I would like to map the area um, with the help of my dear friend and compatriot, Finnevere, uh, as he will be giving his artistic interpretations of plant life and various other scenery. And... Yes, he would. All right, so Charles Smoot is rolling the main survival while Finnevere, you are attempting to aid. Use the aid action. How exciting is that? I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the aid action. As opposed as to we went, aids. As we went over the cartography... Not a fan of the aids action. The, the cartography kit does give me a plus one bonus to my survival checks to map, correct? An astrolabe grants a plus one item bonus on checks to identify celestial bodies. But there aren't really any celestial bodies in a cave. Isn't that interesting? So I don't think... Does a ruler give a bonus? That's... I really highly doubt. Does mayonnaise give a bonus? (laughs) Is mayonnaise a compass? I'm just not going to add any bonuses, and I'm just going to roll. Is mayonnaise an astrolabe? Uh, A natural crit for a total of 30. Plus two. Plus two from Finnevere's aiding for a total of 32. Yeah. you. This area is very well uh, sketched out on the map. <laughs> Don't look so disappointed. <laughs> Did you rotate the... No, no, that's what Jaden's playing a little, uh, his own little mini game right now on the map. I, I'm having some map issues. Um, I can't what, see what, what he there... can see, but he's next to me, so I'm fine. What, would there be any... Um, special bonuses afforded to the fact that there was a natural crit from the mapping? You actually do, though, discover a very nice landmark in this area that is easily distinguishable on a map. And you can describe what that landmark is. Dun, 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 dun. Can, can, can we bring back the bees? I don't remember if you remember the bees <laughs> from last <laughs> from, the, from the scrapped audio. There's just an absolutely massive beehive in this area. Absolutely. There's carp- a giant carpenter bee's nest, but like the nest is like the size of two smooths tall, and the bees that come out of it are like the size of chihuahuas. But they look—they're very friendly. They're—they're—they're 
not doing anything to you as long as you don't do anything to them. But Kelsey shudders as you guys are walking by this area. You see a large bee, very fluffy looking, come flying out of the nest and it flies overhead and it stops for a second, turns, and just hovers above you momentarily. Uh, Finn is standing like like really close to Smoot at this point. Like Can probably uncomfortable. <laughs> my handle animal <laughs> to pet the bee. You see as it's like little tongue comes out. Is that, what? Bees have tongues, you know? Of, oh, that's true. But it looks so, you said it looks fluffy. The bee's tongue is not fluffy. Well, no, no, I'm talking about the bee itself. The bee is very fluffy. I kind of want to pet it. <laughs> can, I, can I roll like nature or survival? I'm, I'm trained with animals. Um, um, he changes his mind. He needs a new shield. He goes over to Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey's behind Valen. He goes over to, Val- you know, Valen sounds like a great idea. He goes to Valen too. Just, he- just tries, just, just walks close. Valen nervously and mistakenly kind of like grabs you by your side and pushes you behind him, <laughs> thinking you're Kelsey. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll a nature check to attempt to pet the bee. Okay, you may roll a nature check to attempt to pet a wild bee. That's a 21. You reach your hand out in the only way you know how, and you go, as if calling a cat. You buzz, don't know buzz, why. Buzz, 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 <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. The bee, confused by this noise, flies down curiously. It buzzes back. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz. You reach your hand out, and you put your hand on the forehead of this bee. It's very soft. It's like a shag carpet. Look, two barbarians communicating. I think that's a woman. Barbarians can be women. Bee-barians? Bee-barians. Um, Charles Smoot, completely oblivious to the, the gender of said bee, um, presuming it would be a male bee, because queen bees are the only females in the nest. All of the workers are females in a bee's nest. Are there they? are very few males. Really? Um, yeah, they actually are. Well, then how do they determine which bee's the queen bee? Uh, Quentin, the, the male bees are kept in the nest to have less sex with the queen bee oh. to pre- produce more bees. Okay, never mind. Well, Charles Smoot, completely oblivious, thinking incorrectly, misremembering his um, entomology, uh, thinks this is a male bee, and because you described it as a shaggy carpet, he will say, and I will name you Norville. The bee seems to be a bee. (laughs) (laughs) It accepts this name by flying off back into the sky. Wonderful. Seeming to go over to a much larger flower and is then promptly chomped down upon by a carnivorous plant. Norma! I, I go and I murder the plant immediately, <laughs> in, 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 enraged by the slaying of my recently made friend. This is like a really, this is a montage scene because you just, we, we just see as Charles Smoot runs over, chops and hacks away at this plant. Everyone else is standing off to the side and as the plant falls down to the ground dead, you see as Norval kind of crawls out and then flies away into the sky. Don't worry, Norval. I've got your back. Oh, God. Now there's just going to be, like, Revenge of the Bees, or and they'll Charles come to your Smoot aid. Revenge the Bees, <laughs> and they come to his aid and swarms whatever giant creature is causing the rumbling in the distance. Could I roll to see if my saving of Norville has influenced its attitude in any way? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> and we move on to the next area. So, you begin traveling. Where do you go? As we said last time, no, uh, northeast. 
Okay, northeast. Oh, what a wonderful decision, party. Amazing. You hear as the um, rumbling grows slightly closer. Oh, come and fight me. I've got a whole bee army backing me up now, man. Norval's probably reported to the hierarchy. Like, we're, 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 we're in, like, thickest thieves. We're going to swarm you. As you guys begin making your way further northeast, you begin to notice some man-made structures, or at least what you think are man-made. They're, some of them are sticking out from the ground. Others are hanging up in the vines, like pieces of metal beams that are slowly being enveloped by the forest. But you soon come to a break in the jungle and step out into a small plains. Off in the distance, you can hear the sound of a river, but a little bit further to your north, you see the sight of what looks to be the remains of some strange and futuristic-looking village. At least futuristic to... Actually, no, futuristic to both of you. Yes, we found something. Oh, my gosh. Do you know how long it has been since we have found a nice town? Ah, like, I... I, This is the first time we've seen one in the wild. Has it been since the mall? Yes, in Bakotel. I wonder if they have a Bakotel. Oh, is this familiar to your home as well? What what do you you mean? It's it's houses, What is your obsession with this Bakotel? Oh, well, you have to eat it to understand. They say it was one of the most lucrative markets that exist in their culture. It was beautiful. They had a rotating menu of specialty food items that would regularly go through. Hmm. Oh, yeah, right through your stomach. Right, but uh, very affordable. You could just, like, go and just shotgun order and appease an entire party. Holden, are you telling me right now that you order the food to go to the bathroom? No, 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 no. You ordered the food because it was conveniently located and very, very affordable, and it would always satisfy everyone, no matter what, especially if they were very, very high and it was 2 a.m. Did you need an actual firearm to shotgun order? You did not, but we are talking about America, so theoretically, you could order with a shotgun. Yeah, Mr. Smoot, you gotta be careful with the the language. I think there's a barrier here, despite, like, our language being common. Well, there's no barrier between me and walking to that village. So, Charles Smoot begins very excitedly, uh, hurriedly, uh, rushing his way, completely um, disregarding for any sense of danger, just kind of, like, barges straight in in amazement. With Charles Smoot making his way towards this newfound old village, that's an oxymoron, I think we're going to end this episode of the Gage Chronicles, and maybe next next week we'll be picking back up with the exploration of this strange locale. We'll to find out next next week what happens on the Gage Chronicles. Thank you, Foundlings, for joining us on another episode of The Gate Chronicles. We're so glad that you joined us, and we hope you'll stick around for more episodes. Make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button, whatever podcast listening app that you're on, whether or not that's uh, Pod Follow, Pod Chaser, all those really nice things. Also on YouTube, Rumble even. Woo! If you want to keep up to date with any announcements or news we have for the podcast, make sure you're following us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, at RollFound. And if you want to support the podcast, there's so many ways to do that. Number one, share with a friend, family member, dog, person, other person, another person. Yeah, multiple people. That's always a really great way to start. But on top of that, you can always go to our Patreon and donate to the podcast monthly, uh, or you can go to our website and pick up some merchandise. We want to give a big thank you and shout out to Will Savino with Music B20, Michael Gelfi, 
and Monument Studios for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's episode. I think that's it for me, Foundlings. We'll see you again on another episode of The Gage Chronicles next next week. Bye! Bye, guys! Bye!